Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. morning everybody how are you uh lynn how you doing today? oh i'm doing just fine i was giving a demanding order before <laughs> do you know that randy williams says that i'm a demanding person lynn? oh how could do you think be? i'm demanding um no <laughs> i don't think i'm demanding i just think i know what i want there's oh, a difference between oh, okay. it's just like being opinionated or being full of opinions oh I didn't know there was so that I, distinction. Yes, yeah, so I think I'm full of opinions, not opinionated. And I don't think I'm demanding, but I know what I want. That's it. All right, well, now that we have that straightened So, <laughs> just make it, because Randy said you're demanding, and I yell at him for saying Oh, that. well, I kind of think he's right, but... Yeah. Mm, no, he isn't. Whatever. But anyway, so I have a birthday wish for somebody. What's that? So, Miss Diane Baldy. Oh, If you yay. happen to see Diane this Sunday, the 25th... It's her birthday, so if you see her, is she saying how old? No, well, oh, okay. Yeah, just but we're not know, gonna. We don't. Sometimes people have big birthdays and they want to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, this is a big birthday. Okay. And she's she's. <laughs> um, I was just with her, and uh -huh. so she just. We just want to give her a big shout out, a big happy birthday, Diane Baldy, who is the CEO of Hospice of the Sacred Heart. She works very hard, and she's a very good, very good boss. And I love her. And so big happy birthday. Happy birthday. Diane, should we sing happy birthday to you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Diane. Happy birthday to you. Oh, okay. good. We got that there out go. of the way. All right, yes. good. And so I have to tell you this, too. Mm. Um, so my sister-in-law, Joanne Cadden, Joanne Pethick Cadden, who's married to my brother, Timmy. Mm -hmm. They live in Jupiter. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Actually, to be Florida. Yeah, Jupiter, Florida. Actually, to Cuesta, but they have a Jupiter address because it's like Dunmore. I have a Dunmore address, but a Scranton zip code. So same thing. They have a Jupiter zip. So um, Joanne has, for the last year, been um, battling breast cancer. And the, I'm not revealing anything because she's very free about saying it. And she's been doing a wonderful job, surgeries and all this stuff, and handling like a complete trooper. I mean, unbelievable, the stuff she's doing, as all women I see who are battling this horrible disease. And I always say to Joanne Arduino about the Komen Foundation and why we do this stuff we do every year is because you don't, you do it because women get breast cancer and you just have to do whatever you can to help them. And then when you see people in your own family dealing with it and how strong they are, it's amazing. So she's, she really is. She looks wonderful. She's doing a great job. She didn't skip a beat. And um, she has on the back of her car as she's driving around Jupiter and all the little ancillary towns, today 
is my last chemo, the day that she had her last chemo. And she had it on the back of her window of her SUV. She parked in Trader Joe's parking lot to go, whether she was going there or wherever, but it was at Trader Joe's. And she went in and came back out. And as she's getting in her car, there is a young man putting a note on her car. Young meaning a millennial, like in his 20s. And the, the note read, bless your soul. Have a wonderful day. I wish you good health, a fellow neighbor with a little smiley face on the bottom. Very nice. And I cry because I think my kids are that age. So you think, would you do that? You know, yeah, and yes. just, and jo he, Joanne saw him putting it there and he gave her a big hug. And I said, did, did he have somebody who was experienced? She said, no, he just saw the sign and wanted me to know he was thinking about me. That's really nice. And she happened to walk out at the same time. And he gave her a hug. And I think somebody wrote on Joanne's Facebook when she posted it, because she posted the note along with her car and someone said this restores my faith in humanity mm -hmm. and you know really when you think about it to me it just it's a kid he's a 20 some year old boy boy i love the the phrase that i see every once in a while to perform a random act, act of, of kindness. kindness and that's what that and was exactly what that, what was. that was and that's exactly see how much that that affects people to everybody who, yeah oh that's wonderful. so i said to joanne joanne I wrote back and I said, I love this. I'm going to talk about it on our radio show. So last night, Joanne said, what, where do you, how can we listen? And I, I told her what to do. And, and she said, okay. And it's just, it was just, it made me feel so good to say that these are things that are so, yeah. so you don't think it's going to make a difference. And one and little does. thing just trickles down to, to the, the, the good feelings that everybody gets when they yep. read it, when they see it. Mm -hmm. And when you're hearing it on this show, it's just it's just a, a wonderful thing. So we, we, we do say God bless to Joanne because she is doing a wonderful job. And it's always, you know, the whole family who Joanne has four beautiful daughters um, and I love them all. And my brother, Timmy, and they're all just going strong. So here's Good. to Joanne and here's to that fine young man who decided to just give a little random act of kindness take the time out it was good i guess he was going to put it on her windshield or something and she saw him that's wonderful so yay it's always good mm -hmm. and we'll be down there in a few weeks yes 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 that's so nice. that's my story for today and then we have a little something about your nephew yeah my little jackie boy um Jack Cadden in it, and I can talk about it because his mom had it on Facebook because she was thanking a guy singer in Danville. My little guy, Jack, who's my brother Jimmy's baby boy, there's five of them in the family, and both he, Jack, and my nephew Timmy have celiac along with yours truly and my son Sean. So four of us on that side of the family, so we're all kind of linked in a mm -hmm. funky sort of way. And, um, he also, so he just also got diagnosed on Tuesday with type 1 diabetes, as we said. And it was, it's scary and it's sad in so many ways because you think a little nine-year-old kid who has to shoot, you know, shoot up insulin three times a day or whatever, however he has to do it and the learning process and... Um, Does he have to use injections? Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's nine, little nine-year-old kid. You know, he's like yeah. a little, I just love him. And he, he has his favorite little toy that he's, since he's a little boy, and it's disintegrated basically. But there's a piece, maybe four by four, of the material of this little cat or whatever it was. And he's a still- A stuffed animal? A stuffed animal. Yeah. But now all that's left is the 
piece of material from the okay. stuffed animal after nine years of sleeping with it. Mm -hmm. And I said to Jimmy, does he have Bobo with him? Because he still has that piece that he holds in his hand. And Jimmy said, well, luck would have it. That day that he went to school, because they didn't know anything, he had it shoved in his hoodie, in the, in the pocket of his hoodie. So when they got to the doctors that day and all this stuff, he actually, he he had it to take out because he, you know, just that little bit of security because yep. it's scary. He's scared, you know. Yeah. I talked to him a couple times and he says he's okay, but you know, he's nine. He's a yeah. baby. Yep. And I, I don't care if you think he isn't. He is. Nine years old is a baby. He's still a little guy. And, you know, he's a guy, so he can't he, yeah. let on. And he loves his mother and he's clingy yes. and he's, you know, so yes. anyway, he's going to be just fine our little boy and That's so good. donna had it on today facebook thanking everybody at geisinger in danville and how wonderful they were to him and the experience although you don't want to have to go through that the experience has been wonderful she said so there you go so our little boy jack Haddon, he'll be fine he'll be fine but it's just yeah I, I well hate it. one more food restriction for him you know i mean yeah so, but anyway, it's all good. He's so Ann Cat and RN went down last night to see him. Yes. Yeah. And she how's she doing? Ride. She's doing. Her. She's not happy with no. it. You know, no. she's. It's sad for, her, but um, he'll be okay. Yeah, he will. I mean, it just it, you learn to live with it. It's just one of those like things. Like anything else. Yeah. I mean, my mm -hmm. father was a diabetic, and so for was years, my father, but not type one. He was type two. Well, same here. Yeah. So there's a difference. It, it was still the same thing. Of you have to learn to adjust to it and learn how to eat certain things, and you take your medication or you take the. And the, our buddy, Mr. Arnie Flam, also is a diabetic. Uh -huh. So he's very used to having that injection thing that he takes with him. And before he eats, he takes yeah, that. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's how it is. You how just long learn has to live he, with it. How long has Arnie I don't been know. I don't, I don't know. Well, Flim Flam does okay, as we call him. Yeah. <laughs> I call him. That's his nickname. <laughs> I does he know nice. I call him that? I don't know. I, I have not raise that question well you're gonna have to tell because we just announced it <laughs> so uh, what are you we have two guests um uh, this two guest experts in we do? Uh, for this show so mm -hmm. you're going to talk about a little something before we have to yes. shut down our first <clears throat> yes we are going to do it for you this is a little uh -oh. quiz oh no oh yes all right, this was a quiz that was in the paper the other day, and I thought maybe you might have seen it so you could have cheated. No, what the answer. I didn't were. see it. <laughs> All right, so these are, it's called Tax Time Quiz Time, <sighs> and this was, um, it, it was a, a national feed. It came from going, uh, gobankingrates.com, and it was published in the Scranton Times. So the first question was about hobby expenses. It's everybody has fun pursuits that they undertake in their spare time, some of which can wind up costing you a pretty penny. And I'm thinking your, uh, your oil painting stuff. Yeah. And you do that monthly. Yeah. Okay, so that's a hobby that has some expenses. Uh -huh. All right, so the question would be Acrylic. then... But go what? Ahead. Acrylic, but go ahead. Okay, fine. When you're retired, you can turn your hobby into a paying gig. True or false? True. Yeah, that's true. You can do that. You And you can deduct hobby expenses for a period of time um, against any income, if there is any. You just don't want to do it. I just know for a fact you don't want to do it past three years and have no income because then the IRS kind of thinks, what are you doing? Yeah, okay. You know. All right, so number two, child support payments. 
Um, there are lots of, well, no, it's not that one. That doesn't make any sense. But in ensuring that single parents are still able to provide material support to their children is a priority. So the IRS allows parents to deduct the cost of their child support from their income taxes. True or false? If you're the one paying it? Well, yes, yeah. obviously. I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to say no only because... That's, that's right. Okay. It's false. All right. The child support payments aren't tax deductible, but alimony is okay. to the person who pays it. Okay. Or the thing is, with the new tax law, apparently it isn't anymore for this year because we have the bigger deductions, so everybody's not okay. doing that. Okay, number three, wig costs. Wigs aren't cheap and they can serve any number of purposes. If you purchased a wig for a business or medical need, hang on to that receipt because you'll be able to deduct its cost on next year's tax returns. True or false? I would say true. That's true. There we yeah. go. Especially if you are someone with cancer. Right. That, that, that's considered a medical uh, expense, uh -huh. but of course you have to reach a certain point. However, again, for this year, going forward now, it's not going to be deductible anymore. Okay, four, expenses related to your pets. Owning a dog or cat can be expensive with food and vet bills adding up. Fortunately, if the pet serves a specific business purpose, you can write those expenses off on your taxes, true or false? I would say false, but I don't know the answer. Yeah, well, actually, it's true. Oh. I mean, it's, it's true in the sense that if you have dogs that are protecting a property, a business property, any of their costs would be considered. Oh, boy, uh, even the vet costs? Wow. Yep. And okay. um, if the, a guard dog, that's what they call them, so technically, yes. And then if you um, have a service dog, you know, those costs are medical expenses. All right. Okay. Okay. Next commuting expenses. Uh, traveling from your home to the office puts the majority of the miles onto your vehicle in any given year, which is why the IRS allows you to claim that mileage. True or false? True. False. What? From oh, your to home work, from home to, to work. The okay. I would think is all right. Not. Then I I'm not paying attention to that. But yes, what I, I said it. to a lot of clients is if you make a stop on the way from your house to for the something, office for something related then you can to claim then it. you can claim okay, it. Okay, see that's what I was thinking. Okay. I'm not, but, right. but again, so, I don't think that's valid anymore. This is this was for last year's all right. taxes what we're doing now. Okay, so we're going to take a break and we will be right back with Ms. Jill Valenti of Fidelity Bank and we'll be right back. Here's Lori and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laurie Cadden, and this is the Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director of a new financial planning company called Women of Substance, LLC, serving the specific needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on over 30 different sites, but ones you might recognize, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And by the way, you did interview Mary Lou Quinlan, who we were with the other night, and we and you talked to her, and we love her. So yep. just so we know, yep. she did a great job. She did. I uh -huh. love her. So go ahead. Cool You're, our, our beautiful guest in-house in today. Is a star of TV. Uh -huh. I saw her. I told her. I saw her. I Had saw her on that. TV. Had to say it. Bank with Fidelity and Bank, Bank Strong. strong. Okay, go. there we right. go. 
So it's Jill Valenti. And Jill, what's your uh, your title? So I am the Assistant Vice President, Retail Branch Manager of our Peckville branch. Okay. All right. Well, you're very photogenic and did a wonderful job on that TV commercial. Well, I thank just you very say. much. I and I miss that. my Jill at the Green Ridge branch. Well, I'm sorry, but things happen, you know. But what's his name is a doll. Dragon. Of, yeah. the, I love him, and the rest of the gals are all wonderful there, too. They're so. an outstanding There team. you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, I thought, since we're on the theme of tax time, mm-hmm. that we would talk a little bit about financial checkups. Since everybody is looking into their, you know, doing their taxes, reviewing everything as far as investments or retirement, um, one of the most special things that I love about my job is that we kind of have a financial checklist where I can walk through with a client from start to finish, depending on life phase, you know, let's check up and see where you're at. And it's surprising how many people don't really know where they stand financially or what to even do. <laughs> Lynn's been preaching that really? for a long time. I would not have guessed. So, you know, numbers aren't fun or fancy, but we, you know, they're important. So we try to make it, bring it to the light, especially this time of year, and see what kind of awareness and what areas we can partner with to help. So I thought that was very topical. Um, a big consideration, well, even with me now, with the hopefully if spring ever springs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My tulips are starting to pop. Coming up up my my walkway in my front of my house, I just got a just got a note from Juan Piro. Oh, good. (laughs) So as we're waiting for the thaw, um, I'm looking at my yard and I'm thinking, wow, there's some projects and I'm sure that's top of mind for everybody. So home equities are a hot topic right now if you're a homeowner as well. Is there a sale? There is a sale that we have, a loan sale going on. Um, We have our home equity lines of credit, which kind of act like a credit card with your home as collateral. And then we have our home equity term loans, which are typically like an installment loan, more like a car loan for a fixed purpose. Mm -hmm. So I always recommend to my clients, even if they're not utilizing a line of credit or don't have an immediate need. I like to have it as a security. God forbid the water heater goes or it's, it's, I need a fix on a roof advice. so advice. that, uh, you know, you don't have to scramble for money. A, use mm-hmm. the equity that you have in your home and that it's a cheaper interest rate than if you have to put it on a credit card or something yeah. like that. So what are the current rates? We just had a um, an increase from the Fed. I guess it was this week, yeah. half a point. So, <laughs> so what are the rates? And the, And I should say too, that it's important to understand that the home equity line of credit has a variable rate. Correct. Yeah. So how, explain how that works and what, what's the current rate, you know? So typically, depending on, you know, credit score, you can, you're typically looking between 3.75 and uh-huh. 5 and a half percent mm-hmm. typically. I mean, that can range. Um, what is important, as you mentioned, Lynn, is a lot of our home equity line of credit clients that have an extended balance on it are now panicked because prime is on the rise and yeah. there are variable interest rates. So what you would want to do is talk with your financial institution, your banker, and ask them, can you term this out into a fixed rate? But doesn't that automatically happen, too, after so many years, Jill, if it doesn't after five years or something? Correct. Okay. Usually, they term it if yeah. you have a balance. Typically, line of credits are a five-year draw period, meaning yeah. you can draw on it and pay down within that at that variable rate and then to a home equity line of credit at a fixed rate. And what? how long are those, what do they term it out at? 15 years. 15 years. Okay. Yes. Okay. So... But a lot of clients now that do have that, um, where they weren't able to say it was a bigger expense on the line of credit, 
it's a smart move. You're saving money to mm -hmm. pay it down and right. term it out early out right. of that draw period right. or term that balance out and then keep the line open as a just in case. Yeah. 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 So. so that's always available that if say you you do have a paid out, you can just it can just be there as something you have like an open balance on a credit card. Correct. Okay. That's exactly it. Now do you still give your cards you, you with your home equity so you can use it as a credit? Or don't you do draw. that, like a debit card or yes, whatever? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You yeah. can, for your line of credit, you can have a debit. It's a credit card right. for your line of credit to have access to that. So if you went to Lowe's and bought something, you can directly access that. You can get checks issued if you're more comfortable with that, where when the check payment comes in, it would just come right off the line. Or you could do online transfers, you know, with our online banking. So your regular you checking You could just account, advance right? money right into your checking account. And it works that way to pay it down, too, with mm -hmm. the online. You could mm -hmm. just make a principal payment down on that so cool. so there's a lot of different ways to access it but I think if you're a homeowner it's really important you know I've heard a lot of nightmare stories of oh my god all of a sudden my roof is down or no it's good yeah. to have that it you really know? is now what Jill and I missed this I apologize did you say that this is going on now you're there is like a a sale so to speak correct. on these till when correct typically it'll be throughout the spring term so it's going okay. on until the end of april all right so that we have going on okay. and what's the sale I mean, the sale is a like a discounted rate or you know we even have a, a promotion where there may be a cash incentive if you draw on the line like oh, okay. a, a bonus for and that as good well credit that 3.75 that's pretty good correct yeah, it is correct uh -huh. Or you get what's considered good credit, <laughs> Jill? What's considered good credit? Well, I think that depends on who you ask. But no, yeah, I'm just, I'm like just kidding. You, now, first, let's ask this: Do you have the um, lending authority as a branch manager and as a vice president, or does that go to a, a a review or a committee? Or how do you do that now, from your level? So, from my level in the branches, we are kind of the gatherer of information, right. and then we build the case and present it to our underwriting team. So, the underwriters right now, within their parameters, would decision the loan. Okay. Now, we do have uh, the authority to reach out to ask. You know, is there an exception? Is there a special circumstance? And kind of help the client work out that way. Okay. But typically it falls within the guidelines of the underwriting team for that. Okay, so good credit is considered what? Seven good. I don't mean great or outstanding, but good is like what? 720? That's exactly what I was okay. going to say. All I was right. exactly going to say. Between, you know, you want in the 700s All right. at somewhere you want to fall and in. And what does it actually go up to? Didn't we talk about that one? Yeah, What's it's over the... 800. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I do such a great job of managing the finances in our house, Patrick A. DiNapoli has over 800 <gasps> in his you credit said score. said that? Yeah. And if you left it up to him, forget it, you don't, but he does. Is all the debt in your name? Are you carrying yes. it all? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, what it is. Exactly. that's the reason. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of factors that go into credit scores, you know, Which too. Which I so. think stinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, we talk about this, and I've said this before. You, you're, you're a consumer. You're using, and you're paying on time, and you're doing, and then you're penalized because you use it. Right. Utilization like, rate is insane. Yep. I just and it may a, just be a specific period that you're maybe up and over, but then you pay it. Like, it's ridiculous. Well, it, it is. You've got to take been, the ebbs and the flows but with it's it. It's true. But you know what, though? Uh, uh, Jill, coming from someone who went through a divorce and things that I had to, you know, doing things on my own and making all this happen, it's a, it, it was a struggle do, making sure I was able to do all those things. And then when you get to a point where things are different, 
you just you, you and you can feel there's a there really is a sense of relief that you know you're doing it right but yet you're still penalized for stupid things that really should not be an issue i believe that because looking at the history of something and no well, one looks you can at that. challenge your history if you think i that, know but they're pain right that you know what well they are it's it's really a pain i just got a something the other yesterday as a matter of fact from um, one of the banks that i have a credit card with that started out with God knows what bank, but they keep <laughs> buying it out and buying it out. Mm -hmm. And so now I end up with Barclay Bank, yeah. Barclay card for American Airlines. It used to be U.S. Air. Yeah, me too. <laughs> same, same spot. Whoa. So <laughs> you banks are nuts, some of them. Well, they are. They but really I get are. This that's notice. why Bank at Fidelity and Bank Strong. That's right. That's <laughs> Community Bank all the way. All right. That's it. Exactly. That's right. So I got this notice that um, it was a change in my credit score. So I look at the number, and it's still in the 700s, but it says, you know, the two things, utilization rate. Well, right now, I'm in a situation where I'm borrowing money from Fidelity Bank for the purpose of starting yeah. a new business. Well, I know the money's coming to take care of all that, but it's just, like you said, it's a situation right now. Yes. And it's going to go away, but I, it's still a ding on my credit yes. score for silliness. And the ding-dongs who are putting the dings on, and we really, they need to go. <laughs> I can't stand them. I really. Well, Miss Cadden, that's what Fidelity Bankers and the underwriting take into consideration <laughs> as well, just so that you know, the, the payment yeah, history right, and right. stipulations that are going on. So because that's where we can right. help you out. You may not want to hear this, but I want all these credit unions, these credit unions, these credit uh, bureaus. bureaus abolished. <laughs> they should be gone. gone. The shake of the hand loan, right? Remember that? And people, I guarantee you, I bet you anything, that people who shook hands years ago, like my father did at the oh, West yes. Side Bank, exactly. they never missed a payment and they probably had better credit than anyone with all these restrictions today. Yep. You're Absolutely. right. That's because the way it was done. It, really. And I understand it. Trust me, this I do. This wasn't even it's a just... community bank. This was a section of the community bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everybody knew everybody. I know. You know? Yeah. Everyone. The old yes. West Side Bank. Yep. Yeah. It's good. But, but you know, that's still good. But it is true. I mean, it, you, 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 these are the things that are in place. And well. But... Never mind. <laughs> it, but it is good if you know people and you and you're and it's there and it, it's it's so much better. If it you, is if you're it dealing is. with. Well, and I'm very proud of the relationship building that we are enabled and empowered to do as employees of the bank so mm -hmm. that, you know, you're not just a number. You are actually a face with a story and we're taking the time to dive in. We really want to partner with community and, and thrive in the community because we're a part of it. So we well, want to get back. Well, it makes sense. It's good business. It is. Yeah. It really is. It and you know who more. else looks beautiful on TV? Who? My friend Cherise. Oh, I love she? her. I She's such a good girl. She does. She just, I love her. Yes. And then you have McAndrew and you have Mr. Bowles and all these people coming out it's and it's dan nice. leading it up it's, i like that whole um the campaign um, campaign i think yeah. it's great i thought it was great when uh -huh. it when i was approached with it you know and it's important and we're very fortunate to have dan that he does put employees i know and he does. employees will take care of the clients and that's and that's 
how it, it is works. your front line. You know, you take care of the people that work for you, and they take care of your customers. And so. Jill, one more thing: we sure. we praised you last year when you won your award from your um, what was banker it? What the was year. the name of the it? Banker of the Year. Okay, yeah. so who got it this past year? So our wonderful Logan Hansman. She's our retail service manager, so she handles our policies, our procedures for everything for the front line. Mm -hmm. um, she's an outstanding individual, and I was so very very ah. proud that she she's got that. She really puts her her blood, sweat, and tears okay. into making sure that our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed. <laughs> well, and <laughs> Patty DiCipio was singing your praises, though, as were we yes. when we found out you won last year. So oh, that's that's a good you. thing. So tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. So typically, if you would want to contact me online or any of us online, as far as anything, you can reach us at our website, which is bankatfidelity.com. Um, and it's AT, not the at symbol. Yeah, yeah. And if not, you can reach us at our customer care center, which would be 800-388-4380 and just ask to speak to uh, Jill at the Peckville branch and they'll connect go. you right through. Well, thank you very much, Jill. Thank you for having me, ladies. We'll see you next month and we will be right back with Dr. Barbara Plucknett. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically devoted to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, and it's available among other places on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest today, one of our guest experts, is Dr. Barbara Plucknett, who is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. B. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I, and I think we've touched on it before, but I thought I hear so much about this and people, it, it's kind of a, an enigma and we don't really know enough about it. So I thought we would talk about prebiotics. Yeah. We heard probiotics, about cousin, Pearl. prebiotics, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And and they go yeah. hand in hand. And there's more and more thought behind the whole prebiotic thing these days. I mean, we certainly know about probiotics, and most people, you know, do well with their probiotics. We have ideas about how many colonies of probiotics and when to take them and how much uh, good they do for us and keeping our guts moving and reducing inflammation and things of that sort. But, you know, really what, what we're needing to find out now or what we're finding out now is that our probiotics, our healthy gut bacteria, actually need food to keep going. And it's thought that the prebiotics are the foods that feed the probiotics. Mm. But okay. when somebody says prebiotic, you say, well, what's that? And where do I find it? Yeah. And so a prebiotic is thought to be a non-digestible fiber. So it mm. is, or it's, it behaves like a high-fiber food except it doesn't become it doesn't get digested and so if you if you know if you've eaten too much fiber you all know what happens to you it passes right on through and if we eat too much fiber, we actually will get loose stools um, and things won't stay in our gut. But the idea is that this non-digestible fiber-like substance um, actually gets so that it's food for the bacteria, the healthy bacteria. And that it, they found that it has a, a lot of uh, health benefits um, in and of itself. So 
if you think about non-digestible foods, um, some of the things that they talk about are um, garlic and onions, um, asparagus, um, jicama, which is, you know, if you, there's a joke, you know, on the, on the radio show, what's jicama? And jicama is spelled J-I-C-A-M-A. And jicama is a crunchy vegetable, um, like, food that you can peel and eat as a, like you would a carrot. You know, you can crunch it up and eat it that way. Um, dandelion greens are, are really great. They're, they're quite uh, bitter. Um, but I like to put them in juices and smoothies because they do have a lot of benefit for you. So the idea is to try to find these foods that um, don't necessarily get digested and then they get into the gut, the small bowel, where they help feed the healthy gut bacteria. And so, you know, we talk about the values of these prebiotics and they don't get broken down by your, the acid in your stomach um, or the, if you're taking digestive enzymes or things of that sort. <clears throat> they just get all the way into the small bowel in, in, uh, um, as in one entity. So... Obviously, if you're taking something that's fiber-like, it's going to improve your gut health and your digestion because it's going to allow things to pass through more reasonably. And, and the more often we clean out our gut, the healthier it is. And when we improve the health of our gut, um, then we improve the health of our entire body, including our immune system. So when we're talking about improved gut health, um, you know, there's a lot of work being done on people that have um, IBS, irritable bowel, and ulcerative colitis, another inflammatory bowel disease. And so they're finding that, you know, when we start giving people prebiotics, um, their, their IBS, their ulcerative colitis, their leaky gut, and we've talked about that before, um, all of these things start to improve because you have more bulk going through, and now it's a healthier environment. Interesting. Do, enough, any, do any of these things you're talking about, any of these prebiotic foods as opposed to supplements, but foods, do they um, have any kind of a negative effect on things like uh, someone who has an intolerance to uh, gluten or someone who has uh, any, any way that they immediately convert uh, these substances into sugar. Do, so, do any of those foods cause anything like that, the ones you, you just mentioned? No, they're not going to alter your blood sugar per se. Um, they, they don't actually get broken down like a traditional carb would. Um, for instance, you know, I, we talked about bananas, a green banana, not a ripe banana. A green banana is considered a prebiotic um, because it doesn't digest the same way as a ripe banana would. Um, Beans can be thought of as prebiotics. Um, in, and these are things that kind of, they, they pass through a little bit more quickly and they actually have lesser of an effect on your body because you're not breaking it down like you would a traditional starch into the sugars. Oh. So you should be okay so, to, to do these things. So in a, in a practical way, um, are you saying that um, in order for these prebiotics to have any value to someone, they actually have to be eaten at a different time in advance of a regular meal or no. with a regular meal? Yeah, they can be eaten, you know, with the meal uh, as part of a, as a snack, depending on the food that it is. A lot of uh, manufacturers are actually putting prebiotics in with probiotics as a single supplement. Um, so they can be taken together in those particular cases. Um, so... You know, that I think wouldn't wouldn't be necessarily an issue. And, you know, there's lots of different foods out there. I mentioned asparagus, onion, garlic. Um, leeks fall under that same idea. But the bananas, um, apples in some cases, 
and I don't recommend wheat, but that is part of it. Um, artichokes, spinach. So these aren't foods mm. that are foreign to us. They're not, and they're not um, difficult to tolerate from a taste perspective either. Um, but what they've also found is that you know consuming prebiotics um, have been helpful in getting rid of cancer-promoting enzymes. So they reduce the amount of cancer-promoting enzymes in your gut, which then, of course, um, you know, is, is, a, is a wonderful thing at trying to reduce different types of cancers. Um, there's also thought that uh, prebiotics can help with prevention of urinary tract infections, yeast infections, colds and flu, because it's enhancing your immunity, your ability to fight off these different bugs. Um, so there's been studies that have shown a reduction in the number of tumors and cancer cells in people that, you know, consume specific foods that behave like prebiotics. So those things are all good. If we talk about, and we have many times, you know, how all inflammation in the system starts in the gut and now we're improving gut health, they've tied gut inflammation to heart disease because, of course, we think now that if you have inflamed heart blood vessels, they're sticky, they're more likely to be, a, you know, part, of, part and parcel of the disease process. And so if we can reduce our inflammation, we can reduce the inflammatory types of processes that may contribute to heart disease. And, and they also may be helpful with controlling blood pressure along that same line if we think about the blood vessels. Um, there have been studies that have shown that uh, adding prebiotics helps with uh, against protect, protection against obesity. And we talk about the gut being part of that as well. Um, they noticed that people that eat probiotic or prebiotic foods have better energy. They get full faster, um, and therefore they can lower their body weight gain. And so that's been helpful to add prebiotics to people on weight loss programs. Wow. Um, Barbara, now, I, I, this may sound like a silly question, but when you eat these things, do, you, do they, are they all cooked, or what is it? So not all those foods are cooked foods. Um, it's just the, the, the consistency of the food. So, for instance, the green banana wouldn't be cooked. Um, no, no, but like, say, garlic or onion, or, or is that just supplemental? Like, how would you take that? So you would cook those and just eat them as you normally would. Your okay. asparagus, your leeks, your onion, your garlic, you could cook those. Um, you know, apples you could cook or not cook. Beans likely will be cooked. You're not going to eat them raw. Um, but the foods behave like a fiber source in and of themselves. Okay. So that they just pass through. And because they're passing through at a good, at a good pace, you've got less residual um, stool and bowel products in, in there, um, which sit around and then get inflamed and, and things of that sort. So that's where... They're saying that you, because, you know, when you eat fiber, you get full faster. So it's mm -hmm. part of the, the trick to convincing yourself if you're trying to lose weight. You eat high fiber foods, they bulk up, they give you, you know, a fuller sensation, and you tend to eat less. But now people who have IBS and some of the other uh, diseases of the colon, Sometimes eating things like you're talking about that have a higher fiber content mm -hmm. can aggravate that and cause additional problems because of that. Bloating. So right. how do you measure wh how much you do? And I know the story is you start gradually mm -hmm. and you increase it. That's exactly right. But is right. that enough? It should be enough to start slowly like that and then gradually increase that. Um, yeah. So what, how else would what you does know? that mean? 
slowly? Like what is slowly? So you like? would add, you know, for instance, when I usually start a food, I might start um, a particular food and eat. You know, I might add garlic and onions to my foods today, skip tomorrow, do it again the next day. Or you could alternate um, higher fiber foods every other day or every day, just a small amount. Um, if I were to start a prebiotic, probiotic supplement, I would do the same thing. I would start it every other day, make sure I was tolerating it for up to a week, and then I would start to increase my, t my uh, number that I was taking to make sure that I didn't have a lot of, of gut distress. And I will tell you, the people that take probiotics have far less gut distress anyway. So you're already reducing your bloating um, because you're making um, healthy, they call them short-chain fatty acids, um, so you're making the things in your in your gut that help regulate all of that anyway. Um, it helps regulate your sodium, your magnesium, your calcium, your water. It helps with digestion, bowel movements, and things of that sort. So it, it's kind of a, and I don't want to say vicious cycle because it's not vicious. It's a helpful cycle that when you start adding these things in gradually, your gut actually wants to work better, not worse. And so you shouldn't be bothered by a lot of bloating and distension and things of that sort. So where does uh, something like yogurt, I mean, not the sweet and stuff, probiotic, but just, that, yeah, where does right. that fit in? So yogurt doesn't fit into my world because it's dairy. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yogurt, so the yogurt started off so when activity activia first came out it really did send out a good message you know activia said you know we have things that help we have probiotics we have active bacterial cultures that help your gut function better and at a low level that's a true statement they have active cultures and in somebody who wasn't ever taking anything started using something like activity you would have noticed an improvement in your bowel movements but what we know is that's probably too low of a colony count to keep us going over time and that you know one billion or less of colonies in that yogurt um, is is probably not enough of a volume to really see the beneficial effects in the gut and then on, on top of that you know the thought that the dairy products being cow milk most of the time um, are inflammatory in their nature as well so I, I you know I don't do dairy I don't recommend dairy um, and I don't recommend getting your probiotics from a dairy source. I would rather see you find another source for your probiotics. Like what? Like um, you could do sauerkraut or you could do fermented mm -hmm. foods. Um, you know, you hear people talking about kimchi and things of that sort. So anything yeah. that's fermented food-wise, um, there's fermented vegetables, sauerkraut's an easy thing to find. Any of those types of food are gonna naturally present you with a probiotic um, uh, amount that you can, you can eat. I never knew that about the fermented so, foods, that it's a probiotic. Or sauerkraut, yeah. 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 And I, I mean, people either lo love or don't love their sauerkraut, but, um, you know, <laughs> sauerkraut is an easy food to, to eat. And you don't have to have a hot dog to eat it with. You can just have sauerkraut, um, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to tell us before we sign off here? No, I, you know, I just always think it's interesting to find foods um, that we can eat that will improve our health. And I think most people like most of those foods. Yeah, uh, you know they're they're not difficult foods. I mean, um, green bananas. Not like green bananas, but but the most most of those foods we can add very easily. You know, asparagus is a great uh, you know vegetable to add to any of your meals, um, mm -hmm. and then try to see if you can improve and 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 keep adding to your diet. Um, 
and to, to make that gut a little bit healthier. And Barbara, where can people find you if they want to talk more about this? So we are located across the street from Regional Hospital in Scranton. We are on Jefferson Avenue. Our phone number is 570-344-9997. And, you know, you can find us on the web at drbarbaraplucknett.com. It's P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T. And we would love to help you out with any of these concerns that you have. Uh, We have um, several folks in our office that are very well versed in prebiotics, probiotics, and uh, just looking at your diet overall and trying to help you assess how to get a little bit healthier. Okay. Love it. Always good news. Always good Mm -hmm. information, Barbara. And you know what I always love, Barb? Food can be so crazy, and you always are smiling right through it, and I love it. You can hear the (laughs) smile in your voice, can't you? Yes. Okay. I think I'll have some asparagus tonight, too, right? There you go. (laughs) There you go. And right. I might see you later, too. All um, right. But anyway, well, <laughs> we thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. See you next week. Please be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.